0: Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women where we talk about opening and stepping into the fullness of self. We open different doors and go into different hidden parts to awaken things within. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn, founder of Rewilding. This episode gets a little bit intense. Uh, we're talking about healing ancestral trauma, ancestral wounding and with that for me requires some really big space and some really big truths and some really big honesty around. What this work is and what this work is not, when you're called to this work, how you're called to this work, and then what's required, what shows up, what are some of the characteristics, some of the markers, some of the signs, and how you could best support the healing of the ancestral lines. This was recorded, as always, in our beautiful, amazing Facebook group, Rewilding for Women. If you ever want to be live on um, the recordings of these, you're so very welcome to just find the group, join the group, check out the events, and you'll see when our next one is. The other thing is, if you're not a Rewilding subscriber, do it. If you like Rewilding, just check it out. We do a lot of things that we only share with our subscribers, so if you're liking Wilding, want to check it out do it you can always unsubscribe no big deal i send an email out about once a week with just different tips and things and on each new moon also send out kind of the energetics the archetypes what's going on what are the themes that are current for that particular new moon cycle Um, and just ways of best working with it Uh, and i love it i love doing it i love sharing it And so if that's singing to you, rewildingforwomen.com and then just put your name and email in and you will be you will be an official rewilding subscriber. Okay, enough of my talking and talking. Enjoy this episode. Let's make this a really good one. Let's 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 really go into it. Let's really open up to. Everything that I can give you around what I see in rewilding, what I see in women's circles, what I see working archetypally, what I see working in a whole lot of shakti around ancestral trauma, around healing of the lines, healing of the family lines. Um, It's a big... It's a big topic with a lot of different avenues that we could talk about. So before I go into it, I do want to honor the other types of work that's out there. I want to honor all the other avenues, all the other paths to get into this. And I really want to say that this is the rewilding path. This, I'm going to give you what I've got, everything that I've got, everything that we do in rewilding, everything that I do, everything that I hold space for, um, everything that I've seen. So I also kind of want to share some of the unseen things with you. So some of the the energetic things that I work with or we work with as a group, um, when we are traversing the realms, right? When we're working in really big shamanic space and we're kind of working on the other side of the veil as best I can. I want to put some of that stuff into words for you. So that's my aim, um, is to give us all of that. Very much encourage you all to share and chat and comment. So, I love this space that I can kind of stay in this this zone and and give you everything that I've got and bring everything I've got while you all can still be sharing things. So you all might have some really beautiful wisdom or some things to add or to bring to the discussion. Please do. Please bring that wisdom. Please bring your comments. If there's other things that are coming up for you or even if it's just something that we can witness for you, share it. Um, share it and those of you who are kind of holding the space reading comments and it feels right to hold another sister or witness another sister just with the simple I see you or I'm here or put a heart on her comment or something if it feels right so I'm just kind of giving us that big open space of sitting in circle together so really being present really sitting in circle together when we do this work And I feel like we're doing work. I kind of don't feel like this is just going to be some sort of lame-ass lecture where I'm talking about healing ancestral wounds. I want to invite us to step into it on a deeper level. And something I can encourage you to do now is breathe into your womb space. Breathing into your womb will instantly automatically connect you to ancestral lines it is one of those portals one of those doorways one of the most amazing magical glorious simple beautiful ways to start to tap into deep 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 healing that goes beyond the mental realm that goes beyond the physical body that starts to go into ancestral lines so something really simple that you can do just as we start to open up this conversation, because just in this conversation, healing things can happen, doors can open, things can arise. So let yourself be held in the space. Let yourself be touching in to a little bit of what rewilding is about, right? So if you want, put your hands on your womb space and just breathe. So your womb space is just a couple of inches below your belly button. Just breathe, just breathe bring your attention, bring your awareness into your body. We don't get to do ancestral work unless we're able to go in deep, unless we're able to get out of the mental realm, right? We don't get to do ancestral work in the mental realm. Yeah, it can be supportive to have conversations and to understand what our where our families came from and all that. But when we're talking about doing the big healing work with ancestral stuff, You got, we got to go in. We got to go far beyond that realm. So this is an invitation to do that. An invitation to just breathe and the womb is one of those portals in. So breathing into the womb, coming into this circle, feeling the sacredness of this circle. Also, we don't get to do big, deep work unless there's trust, unless there's a sense of sacredness, unless there's a sense of heart. We can't open. We can't. We're not going to open to these realms unless we feel safe. So if there's a way for you to both create safety here and sink into the safety of this container in this circle, do it. It's my invitation to you. I am sinking into the place of holding huge safe space for you, huge safe space for you honoring your unique path, honoring your ancestral lineage, honoring, everything that's arising here. Everything is welcome here. Every emotion that arises, every thought, every vision, all of it is welcome here. All of it is held here. That's my job. And if you feel in this moment to sink in to that container, do it. It's an invitation to, or if you feel to hold a little bit more juice or more love or more of that safe protection, that feels right for you, I invite you to do it to it. This is what we do. This is what we do when we come together in circle as women doing the big, deep work. And I cannot talk about ancestral healing without creating some kind of container like this and inviting us and and really getting the point across that this is big, deep healing work. All right. Now (laughs) that I feel like we're in a good space to go into this Something that I really want to share right off the bat is don't do this work unless or until you're called to it. Do not do this work until you are called to it or until you feel something going on. It might not make sense or might not be clear. It's kind of like Carolyn Mace saying, don't do past life work if you're not called to it, right? We've got enough going on in this life that we don't have to open up these other doors unless you are called to it. Unless your soul is calling to it, unless you have signed up and it's coming up for you. If it's present for you, if you're feeling it knocking on the door, that's the time to go into it. It's not not a time to go into it from, oh, that looks like a fun little workshop to take. I think I'm going to go take that workshop or from some silly little ego place of, wow, Seems like everybody else out there is doing this ancestral thing. Hmm, hmm, that must be like the cool new thing to do. What am I missing out on? I must be missing out on something. Let me, let me, let me get into that. That is not the time or the place to go into it. You may never be called to do ancestral work, ever. And that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. So I also just want us to fucking let go of this notion that we're supposed to do everything, be everything, go walk into everything, heal everything as these silly little saviors walking all over the place. This is soul work your soul is asking to do certain work. it's asking for certain experiences it's asking to heal, transcend. I hate that word transcend that pisses me off take that back. It's, it's asking to heal open to awaken to certain things and there are other things that it's just not called to do like I'm not I'm not called to explore every alien extraterrestrial sort of energy that's out there. I'm not. They're there. I feel it, right? Like the Pleiadians, the Hathors, I can feel all of it. I'm not called to go there, so I'm not going to go in workshops for Pleiadians or Hathors just because everyone's fucking talking about it. It's not deep in here. So I, 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 I need to stress this. This is soul work and you only go into it when you feel the call and you feel the pull. You don't go into this because it's the cool kid thing to do or it sounds really nice or it's something fun you could fucking post on Facebook or Instagram like, hey, I just came and did some ancestral healing. No. <laughs> One, it's not going to open for you it's not gonna open for you. If this is not part of your soul's calling and your soul's path and what you signed up to do in this life, you could do these practices until the day that you die and it still doesn't open for you because it's not meant to. It's not meant to. And we honor that, honor that, love the shit out of that. Part of me goes, amen sister that you didn't sign up for that shit right? Amen that you didn't sign up for it. Because this work can be hellacious. It can be really challenging. It can take you to your knees, knock you out, wipe you out, and you have no idea where the hell it's coming from. Because it doesn't make any rational sense. Again, this is far beyond the mental realm. And you have to also have enough soul stamina to get there right? You have to have enough strength to get there. Your mind has to be strong enough to walk into something that makes zero sense to it, totally rewires your system. You're puking out trauma that you can't explain. You have to be strong enough to do that. There has to be a certain level of development and maturity in the whole of your system in order for those doors to open. And we just have to be really real about that. And I don't say that um, to to make us feel little or, or to belittle anything at all. I just say this from a place of sheer truth and love, deep love for everybody's unique path deep love for your unique path what you signed up to do and it might be this ancestral healing but it might not be it might be something else it might be that your soul is screaming to open up to that extraterrestrial energy i was just talking about the pleiadians and the hathors Hell yes, yeah, sister. So you got to do that. We're all here to do different things. We're all just a piece of the puzzle, right? All of us are this beautiful, unique piece of the whole, right? The interconnected piece of the whole. And the more that you're honoring your absolute truth, absolute truth, regardless of what the rest of the world thinks or how much it fits into what's going on in social media or how much it fits into the cool kid world, the more that you're honoring it, trusting it, following it, the better off the whole of this world is. The more you do what you're here to do means the more I can do what I'm here to do. Seriously, I'm not, I, I'm not saying that lightly. I, I mean that. I know that as a truth. You doing exactly what it is that you came here to do allows me to do more of what I came here to do and every single other person in this world to do what they came here to do. So I think that's enough of a rant on whether or not you're called to do ancestral work and to flush out any of the questioning of, am I called to do this? Maybe not. What? I don't know. Meh. So the next piece of this is it opens when it opens and it comes when it comes. There is a divine timing to it. You may know that that you're called to do that. You may have this this little inkling um, or just this little tiny like thread-like connection to it. Like, oh, I feel that. Or you may have been doing it for years. There is such a divine timing to this and such a non-push to this. It is such a trust and a surrender and a following of what arises, when it arises, how it arises, and walking into it, when it arises. It opens when it opens. It comes when it comes. It's like when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. It's that. It is that truth. When the student is ready, the lines will open. When the student is ready, the lines will open. And that is exactly how it is when we start talking about ancestral healing and we start talking about the practices. Now, (laughs) let's say I'm moving forward. We're going forward, we're gonna get there. We're going forward so I love this. I'm sorry, Raylene. I really need to share this. Um, if that's okay with you. So I have worked with Raylene. This is a beautiful example, Raylene, and I'm so glad I somehow caught your comment because I don't catch very many comments. So I was just talking about it, it comes when it comes. We don't push until it comes. And when it does, we just f- trust it and we just follow it. I have worked, I have worked with Raylene and now she just says it hit me out of the blue. Oh, you're cracking crack in my heart, open woman. My God, do I have so much love for you. So I've worked with Raylene. Oh, Over in person in workshops and on retreats, a variety of retreats. I think three retreats really, and I might be wrong. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, And a number of workshops in rewilding. It was her last retreat that it opened, and she just says it hit me out of the blue, and and that is. That is the gloriousness of this work. That is the perfect example. That is, the, that is how it works. That's it. That there's no push. There's It's the doors always open. So anytime we're doing workshops in rewilding, whether they be online or they're in person or you're on a retreat, the doors always open. I don't know what's going to come for you, though. We open the door and then we allow for Shakti to bring exactly what is meant for you in that moment, right? We open up to the archetypes. We open up to the different themes and whatever it is that is meant to arise for you in that moment is what arises for you. That's divinely led. That's Shakti led. I don't care what the mind wants. I don't care what the ego wants. I don't care if the ego is pushing into ancestral healing. That's bullshit. That's but and you won't and it won't open. Nothing will happen. It's has to be soul led, shakti led, and it comes when it comes. So Raylene, thank you. I am so glad that you chimed in. I have no idea. I do because it's always perfect that I caught your comment at the right time. Um, so I hope that's okay that I shared that just to expand on what you already shared. It felt really important to give such a tangible, um, real-world example of that. Um, Okay, so now we're moving on. Now maybe we're ready. So uh, I love your hearts. Thank you, Raylene. I feel like we're good. (laughs) Thank you, sister. Um, So now when that call is there or when that opens, it is such a holding of the sacredness of it. Such a holding of the mystery of it. Such an honoring of the depth of the ancestors. Such a deep humbling. It's very, very humbling, this work. Humbling. Both for... The one doing it, as well as those in the space, those holding the space for it, or even those witnessing it. So, just to bear witness to it is deeply humbling. And the level of depth that it goes to requires a really big container a really big container of sacredness. So if you've been on lives with me before, we don't always create the space at the beginning of lives. And the reason the space got created here for this particular live stream or podcast, if you're listening to this later is because it demands a huge container of sacredness and of love to hold it because it's far bigger, deeper, wider, higher than what most of us can comprehend or most of us have experienced or most of us have witnessed or worked with. There are a few archetypes that are really beautiful, beautiful energies that help to hold this, help to heal, help to transform, help to, there's another word I want, not necessarily transform. It's like that. Um, I can't think of it. Um, The energy. One of them is the medicine woman. So big mama medicine woman if you start to feel into like a circle of medicine women surrounding our circle so the circle you and I and the beautiful women who came to gather today are in a circle and then you imagine encircling us is a big circle of medicine women right? They hold the big energy. They hold, they invoke the healing. They invoke that depth They invoke the ability for us to traverse the realms because you're stepping far beyond little self now and you're traversing into the realms of the ancestral lineage of the line, right? That takes big shamanic work. That takes big space holding to be doing that. That takes medicine woman magic to do that right that's their gift that's part of what they do is they take us to those places they take us there they pull us out of little little self right and they're like this. This is a higher reality. This is more of the truth of what you are connected to. It's this, right? It's it's this. And it's not just a thing that we read about in a book and we go, oh yes, I've absorbed DNA from my mom and my grandmother and then my dad and It's, you stand in the gnosis of it, the experience of it, the knowing of it, not just the reading of it in a book and it sounds fucking cool. You know it. You feel it. You're connected to it. You can feel the lines running through your body. And sometimes you can feel the poison running through your body or the distortions running through your body. You don't go, I have to go back to the start and say you don't go seeking this stuff You don't go, this is going to be cool. I want to sign up for that thing. When it comes, it comes. And that means you're called to work with it. You let it come to you. You let it call you. And then when it does call you, you answer the call and you trust and you find the space and you find the facilitator or practitioner or shaman or circle of women that can fucking hold it. Because it's big, it's big. And it also very much depends on your ancestral line and what's sitting there. So. I had a conversation with a woman last week who's in mystery school, and it was that conversation that really tipped me over the edge and inspired this live stream. And that conversation ended up going into a discussion around ancestral healing, specifically ancestral healing of those who are connected to indigenous lineages um, those who are connected to African American lineages and what I shared with her was my experience of the energetics of ancestral healing when it gets to those places for a woman, if, if, when it gets to those places for a woman and the feel of it and the holding space for it and the opening up of the door for it. And what I want to share is that some of us have the ancestors banging on the door banging on the door. I sat in a Native American um, sweat maybe I don't know, was very early on in the, the, this whole path or whatever the hell you want to call this. Ten years ago, it was before Australia, so ten, eleven, maybe twelve years ago, I don't know. <laughs> And the amount of pain, and the amount of grief, and the amount of atrocities, and um, wounding, and all, just, it took me out. It absolutely obliterated me. I had never felt something like that. I don't have that in my ancestral line, but to feel—that was the very first time I felt that. Very first time, twelve years ago, and it took me out. It it took me out. How much sits there and how much they're being asked to clear, to heal, to let go of. It is soul-crushing, heart-shattering how much fucking sat there. There's also an amazing amount of magic that sits there of gifts to be open to and to be reclaimed of wisdom to be brought through sits there sits just just beneath all of that. <laughs> I have... amazing and great privilege in this life to occasionally get to hold space for a woman who is healing the ancestral lines, who is reclaiming her ancestral lineage, the wisdom that's there, the gifts that are there, the magic that's there. And it's wild to be on a facilitator standpoint and feel and see what I feel and see. And there's always this, I'm just being super raw and and super honest. Um, there's this part in me that's, that can feel the magic and the gifts and the wisdom and how how much that's going to change this woman's life how much that's going to change the world how much is going to change her children her family her husband how much it's going to change H- how how many gifts sit there right how how much is there it's so big it's so so much magic, and there's different flavors to it, right? So your ancestral line has a different flavor than Susie's ancestral line, than mm-hmm. Louise's ancestral line, than my ancestral right? There's all these little flavors of magic, and they're huge. <laughs> and there's this part of me that is holding that, like holding those gifts, seeing them, right? Because when you have somebody who can see those gifts, It makes them tangible. It starts to invite them out, right? It's like the pulling through of them. It's like a soul retrieval, right? Somebody's gotta sing it in, call it in, witness it in, bring it in. And so part of me is holding that. And then there's the other aspect that's witnessing the absolute fucking agony grief, rage, fear that this woman is going through just at a tiny little taste of what sits here. A tiny little taste it's like a little taste comes and it is the flood of all of her ancestral grief, pain, rage, anger, horribleness, atrocities the the past lives flashback the how her mother was a whatever kill all of that <laughs> sits there right all of that is sitting there it is sitting there in those lines for some women who are called to that For those women who are called to do that work, and it is big fucking work. It is huge work and it needs and requires absolute reverence, absolute divine timing, absolute holding. I don't get to push ever in that ever. There is zero push and it's the ancestors are in charge always it is always so when i'm it is the ancestors that are in charge of it the ancestors oftentimes i also feel this the ancestors are wanting to come in they're wanting to be heard they're wanting they're they're begging they're asking and it is a very 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 scary place for a woman to be sitting or a man to be sitting a very scary place because it's that much magic, it's that much emotion that's coming through that much power, that much force that's coming through because it's not just them they're they're doing it on behalf of a really, really big group of people it's massive and it's not to be held lightly it's not to be talked about lightly it's not to be ever, 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 ever pushed. Ever, never, never, ever pushed. And that woman who is doing that work needs to be held so tightly and in such reverence and in such love for what she said yes to so that she can continue to say yes. So that she can feel the fear and go anyways. So that she can allow all of it to move through. It has to move through has to, it's locked up somewhere in her being, somewhere in her energetic system. It is on lockdown. And so, holding that space and holding that woman and giving her the tools giving her the space opening the doors for that to move through all of the rubble that's sitting on top right all of the grief all of the pain all of the rage all of the fear it is deep 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 fear it is all of those things and so allowing that to move that has to move that's it it's it it's letting it move. It, it starts to move. And when she moves it through her system, she's moving it through the whole of the fucking line, the whole of the line, right? No longer is she going to pass that on to her children. She's moving it through the DNA. She's moving it through those depths The DNA. And I don't care if the children are already born. It's shifting it in the DNA of her babies. Her mother is still alive. It's shifting it in the DNA of her mother. Even if she's a hundred, it's doing that. Do you feel how big this is? How deep this is? How... Much we must be in reverence to this and how sacred of work this is and how much of an honoring is required and the space that's required for a woman to start to walk into this it is not anything for us to take lightly or to yeah i don't know i could go off on that for a while um I want to close (laughs) with honoring, honoring your exact lineage, exactly your lineage. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. And I don't care how big it feels or how little it might feel I just want to witness it and see it and say I honor it I respect it I'm on my knees to it I'm in deep reverence to it if you're called to do this work I'm in deep reverence to you if you're not called to do this work I'm in deep reverence to you it's the same it's the same um I don't know what time it is. 40 minutes I think we've been going. Let's just do let's do a few questions. So let's um oh, My heart is on fire. <laughs> I feel like we should uh open up a workshop to <laughs> ancestral healing. Um There is some ancestral healing in the Mother Love Workshop. So for those of you who have not, or for those of you who have purchased it and haven't done it, we do ancestral lines via the mother. Um, Mother's a great... Um, energy obviously to do ancestral lines with uh, obviously right like I don't have to talk about that Um, we do it there also we do some in the medicine woman workshop Um, those are both online far out my heart is on fire can you feel like I can't stop rubbing it it hurts my heart's hurting (laughs) Um, I luckily get to be on retreat tomorrow with 18 gorgeous women who are coming to Colorado Um, and I have a very interesting (coughs) Thought that there may be a woman or two who ends up going into ancestral healing this weekend. Ah, <laughs> um, okay. Um, Jamie, Joe, I don't have any good resources, sister. I don't. I. I don't. I haven't. I don't have any books. I don't have. I don't, Um, I don't. Mother love, I can only give you the rewilding resources. I can't. Uh, Maybe if anybody else has other resources that they feel to share. Um, I just haven't come across anything that I feel, does this work justice? Doesn't mean that it's not out there. I just don't know of anything um, that does. Um, Emily Little, you little devil, you. I love you, woman. And I love your question. I love when... I get thrown on the spot. Um, How do you (laughs) get through the fear when it comes up and blocks you? Um, Wow. That's a hard question. I'm trying to relate it to ancestral. Okay, I think I can do that. Um, I have gotten really good at knowing my markers I've gotten um, I am very very vigilant and really hold myself to the fire and I am very in tune with myself so incredibly in tune that I know the moment something is arising to be looked at, to be purified, to be released, to be worked with, to be opened to. Um, I do pretty big meditations every day um, where I give myself the space to feel um, And after you do this for so long, you start to really know thyself. That's the path is know thyself. Know what fear feels like because fear can disguise itself as a million different things. Fear can disguise itself as eating a bucket of ice cream or watching 10 hours of Netflix, right? So um, it's that know, know thyself, know what's coming. And then you have a whole plethora of ways of working with it. A whole plethora, like those who are in Inner Circle or those who are doing rewilding, you've got a whole plethora of archetypal energies that you can invoke, you can invite in, you can work with. Um, Inner Circle, we've got a whole plethora of theme workshops, we've got a whole plethora of tools, of different meditations, of different ways of getting in, different ways of working with it, different ways of holding it, of witnessing it, of seeing it. Um, And to me, Probably one of the big things that I can share is a complete letting go of, so a lot of times we'll feel the fear, we'll feel the grief, like let me just do it with grief because I think grief is a little more tangible to talk about. You'll feel the grief and you're like, oh no, 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 I don't want to be sad. No, 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 I don't want to go into another depression. No, 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 no. And so we prolong it, we avoid it, we stuff it down, we repress it, we pro- we actually prolong the process. It's probably just wanting to heal us or release something or show us something or open us a little bit more or awaken or derubble something in us. But we're denying it out of different thoughts in our head or what it what we don't want or attachments to different things like the attachment to being happy all of the time um so to me it's this total letting go like if i'm in fear bring it how much is there and i go into it with this like ultimate curiosity i have no judgment around it i have zero judgment around it like it's fear cool what is it where is it how big is it what is it related to? Oh, I don't know what it's related to. That's cool, too. What? what all right, what's it showing me? How does my body want to move through it? How do I want to breathe through it? Where? What's happening in my body? Is there a vision that's coming? What's going on? And so I just, they're doorways. They're doorways. And so that's what I do. Everything, even bliss, joy, ecstasy, right? When they come up and they're just, they're so loud. Like, what is, what, what is this? And you just walk in with this like curiosity. That's what Shakti showing you. Shakti arises in emotions, right? Shakti is everything. Shakti is, I mean, my whole, here I go babbling on about myself, but it's like my whole world is just a, just a, where's Shakti? Like where's Shakti what is she showing me? Where am, I, where am I following? Shakti can show up in a bird outside of me. Shakti can show up in fear within me. Shakti can show up as I'm meditating and I'm sh- 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 shaking like a crazy person, right? Shakti can show up while making love. Shakti can show up in a million different ways. And so it's always just, where's, where's the energy? Where's, where's the energy? Um, and, and to have zero attachment to what form it comes in or to what it looks like. or It's just, it's just life, all of it. It's just this it's just life force energy. All of it, all, even the things that we deem as not pretty or not fun. It's just, it's just life. It's, it's just energy, it's just Shakti. It's still, it's, it's just a form. It's just a form of, of light, of love. Um, even if it comes in like, bah! I'm puking my brains out and I'm grief filled and I'm, um, I'm getting rid of of rubble, that's, the energy's moving. I hope that helps. (laughs) It's really funny to talk about myself like that. Um, But Emily, thank you, woman, I love you. Um, I'm just gonna see if there's one more question. Um, Oh, that's a really great suggestion, Amy. You could check out Family Constellations to start. Amy, I love that. I've done a little bit of that work, Family Constellation work, and held by the right facilitator in the right space. can be really, really beautiful. So I love that suggestion, Amy. Awesome, thank you, woman. Um, la, la, la. Um, this is from Minda. This is the last question um, we'll do. How do you know if you're called to do the ancestral work? Here's something we can all do together. So it's a practice we can all do together breathe into your body put a hand on your heart put a hand on your womb and breathe just just breathe just connect deeply into your womb deeply into your womb even deeper into your womb just allow the whole of your being to sink 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 into your womb sink into it Feel if you can feel the ancestors, feel if you can feel the lines, feel what arises there. Just allowing that womb wisdom to talk, to open, to speak, or to allow feelings to arise that is a place to start for those who don't know if you're called to do ancestral work yet that's a place to go and to ask and you can do that practice every night lying in bed place your hands on your womb and just sink deeply in and just ask what's here ask what's here what's here what's here What am I being called to? What am I being called to? Am I being called? What can I do? How can I support my highest self? What is the most, what is the thing my soul is most calling to do today, in this moment, right now? What is it my soul is longing for? And if it's ancestral work, sister, get into it. Another thing you could do is, um, that mother love workshop that I talked about. It's, I think we have a $10 off coupon code for this month. I know we do. I know we have some sort of a coupon code for mother love. Um, Kelly, can you just put a, a little comment in of what that coupon code is? I can't remember. I think it's oct 10 or October 10. Um, now my womb's on fire. (laughs) Boy, we've all taken me into the heart, into the womb. Um, and And in that practice, the door opens to ancestral work. Um, It's really legitimately walking into a very Shakti-filled space into the practice of opening the door to potential of ancestral work coming through. And that's just another great way to take it another step further and to be guided and to be led um, with me holding the space and me opening that door to go into it. That's a great way to feel and to even allow for the ancestral healing if it's there. If it's there, it will come out in that mother love workshop. It will arise there. It will. Okay. Thank you all so, so much. Last little note, we are not doing a live stream next week. Um, we've got retreat, a four day retreat this weekend and we have our men's event next week. So I need to take a week off to just do some Sabrina stuff, um, just to prepare and kind of just be quiet. Um, really need to be quiet and really internal next week. So we're gonna take a week off, but there will be a um, a video that I an interview that I did that I haven't shared yet. So we'll still have some content um, coming out on Wednesday, um, but we just won't be gathering live next week. Okay. I have so much love for you all, so much love for your ancestors, so much love for your lines, for your lineages, for the space that we created today. This, to me, was beautiful and inspiring and profound, what you've all brought, so I can feel it. My heart wouldn't do those things if you hadn't brought what you brought today. So super, super grateful and a whole lot of love for all of you. All right, I will see you in two weeks or three weeks or whenever we get back to lives. Should be two weeks though. Okay, love you, love you, love you.